0: What's up NBA fans welcome back to the deep ball podcast today is August 1st of 2021 um, we are we are in the middle of between the draft and free agency free agency actually starts tomorrow um, and we can talk about that a little bit at the end of the episode um, but right now for this episode we're going to basically re- recap the draft um, there's been a couple of trades that have happened since then um, but one thing one thing to mention here, first things first, last episode, as we were all doing our draft picks and, and our top five picks and our sleepers and all that, <laughs> I will admit, I forgot to talk about Jordan stuff. He sent it to well, me. Let's, <laughs>
1: okay. let's start off from the beginning. Okay. You didn't even mention I was not even in the, the last recording. Yeah. We got Peyton and Lee here. <laughs> Where's Jordan?
0: I know, I know. I'm, I'm Where's sorry Jordan? about that. <laughs> like I like I mentioned, like we had a couple of weeks, off, almost a month off, actually. It was yeah, so It was a, yeah, it was a yeah.
1: stretch. It was a stretch. But uh yeah, no. It I laughed. I was like, man, this dude, he's gonna leave me out. So I was listening to it while I was working, kind of, and yeah. But no, that was fun. Um yeah, so I, I listened to it and I you know I, I I took I took some notes. It wasn't very uh like in depth but I know I mentioned it to you yesterday. Um, Yeah. Credit to Peyton. He's stuck Mm with uh, Giannis Giannis and the Bucks from the beginning and to watch that and witness it. um, You know, I don't know where the level of, um, I don't know about enthusiasm is at, but I'm a UNC fan. So when they won in 09, Mm -hmm. I started following them in 05. So I would have been 12 years old in 05. And I think Peyton said he followed the Bucks since, 2015 yeah yeah and so he's he would have been what maybe like 15 or six, maybe even younger
0: yeah like the age the age
1: is kind of similar and so you know longer down the road if they win another one it's just going to be even more more fun for him but yeah credit to him calling the bucks from the beginning Mm -hmm. um i do think that Giannis etched himself in the mount rushmore of final performances i know that's one thing you guys talked about Um, And I I looked up some other performances. I would say he's for sure in top five. Um, Personally, I think Jordan's performance in 90, I have here 93 when he averaged 41 Mm. in an era where, you know, points wasn't like incredibly crazy. Uh, 41, eight and a half, uh, 6.3 assists. And then I have also in 95 when Jordan was out of the league, when the Rockets won back to back, um, mm-hmm. Hakeem averaged 33, 11 and a half steals only on 48 percent shooting, but that was also against Shaq, so kind of impressed, but definitely in the Mount Rushmore of uh, um, and I'm might be frozen. I don't know if every, Oh, no, we're good. No, you're He's, good. Yeah, you're fine. oh, you said you're you, you were still. I'm like, oh, here we go again, but uh, Giannis's, um, game four five and six stretch the block the oop the 50 some points on 15 of 17 shooting that was huge plays. and then to top it off um awesome um what else oh yeah talking about the nine guys that average 30 like i said i got eight of nine mm. i said uh i said trey young instead of uh donovan mitchell which i guess i didn't realize he mitchell scored over 30
0: what? Yeah. The, the, if you think about it, the jazz had a very quiet playoffs. Like they did, they, they won the first, the first round pretty easily uh, yeah. against the, was it the Grizzlies? Correct. The Grizzlies. Yep. Yeah. And it looked fairly easy. Nobody really talked about it and then, you know, didn't, didn't go on much farther than that, but yeah, Donovan Mitchell had a quiet 30 points per game. Yeah. And but, Trey uh... Young sounds like one of the guys who would score 30 points a game. Oh, I like, know.
1: That's why. I, so I had, I wrote it in order. Um, Giannis Durant and then Trey was actually my third guess mm. but you know whatever mm-hmm. uh, but mine I know when you asked about the favorite moment in the NBA playoffs yeah um, mine I wrote here I don't remember what game it was but when Dame was going off against the Nuggets oh yeah mine, you you were nice enough to get me to uh a stream of some sort so I could watch it that was yeah. that was insane that game was oh, awesome <laughs> oh um, but yeah, and then uh, I have here kudos to Peyton and Lee for saying the Jazz would, yeah, bounce out early. I still don't think they're a bad team. I will never say they're a bad team. Um, but yeah, playoffs. Ah, I was pissed. You yeah, what, and but it and, is what it is. and they
0: even mentioned it last episode. They they said they're you know the Jazz aren't a bad team. They just yeah. can't, can't do it in the playoffs for some weird reason. It's such a yep. weird thing. It's been yeah. like that for the past three, four or five years now. You know, yep. ever since Gordon Hayward left. It's just been like the jazz have been good, but not good enough. It's, yeah. it's it's a weird team.
1: Yeah. And then I had on here when you guys talked about Space Jam. Do you know who the five mod stars actually were?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's Dane oh, Lillard, yeah.
1: Anthony Davis. No, in the new one. And then era of the uh sorry, old one.
0: Oh, the old one. Yeah. Okay. So Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, nope. Sean yep. Bradley, um, trying to think who else i'm blanking on the last two
1: larry johnson
0: oh yeah larry johnson was it uh patrick ewing yeah
1: yeah that, yeah, and yeah so yeah. i was thinking if you actually put that five out on the start on the basketball court together yeah that'd be kind of crazy because ewing center uh sean bradley, know, sean obviously, bradley would be a center he's he's well six. that's just if <laughs> that they were both yeah both centers yeah. um Larry Johnson and uh, Barkley were both like power forwards and then you mm-hmm. got Muggsley like both. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but then you guys kind of focused on, or not focused, but you mentioned how maybe space jam the next one might've been more on his kid. Uh, oh no, no. You guys were talking about how long LeBron will be in the league and if he'll play till his kids in the league, um, you know, like his kid is good, but I mm-hmm. want to see more out of him. Like he has the media hype right now. He doesn't, I don't think right now, He's good. He's good. I, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens over the next two years. I think he's only a sophomore now.
0: Mm, no, I think he would be. So if the NBA changed the draft rules, he'd be, I think he'd be eligible next year to be drafted because he'd be a senior at that point. I think he's a junior this year. And then he'd be a like senior next year. Okay. Well, I yeah, think even that's how regardless. how yeah.
1: wanna. I want to see more out of him, but I don't know. Like I said, those are just my kind of short notes. I didn't want to get too nitpicky about dumb stuff that really I
0: yeah.
1: could, it'd be it'd be better if I was able to record and talk about whatever.
0: Yeah. Nah, yeah no worries. That, was,
1: that was fun. That was fun. So well cool in action now i guess yeah yeah well uh,
0: thanks for taking notes and like i said i just want to come out and say i'm sorry for not mentioning your draft picks that you sent to me before the episode (laughs)
1: apology accepted
0: yeah so with that being said we can we can hop right into the draft recap that i've got some stuff written down and you can chime in on anything you want to talk about yeah um so first things first leading right up to the draft there was a ton of rumors surrounding whether or not the the Pistons were going to trade their pick. The Rockets were going to trade their pick. Or the Cavaliers. I, like, nothing after that really was talked about. Maybe well, yeah. I guess the only thing after that was the Warriors, how they might have traded 7-14 and 14 for a star or whatever. Sure. But that never happened, obviously. So, nothing with the top three picks actually happened, except the they just drafted who, who we all thought they were going to draft. Um, obviously, Cade went number one to the Pistons. I thought the Rockets were going to take Jalen Green, and they did. Um, yep. Evan, Evan Mobley on that team didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. So I'm glad they took Jalen green.
1: Yeah. And I know one thing, um, my top five, uh, I went, I said, Kade, I actually said Mobley because I thought Mobley and Wood actually would have kind of worked together um, just because Mobley's still kind of raw and you can play that for a little bit in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like I said, very raw anyways, but I went uh, Cade Mobley um, green and then I had Suggs and then Barnes, so I mean yeah. I had the top five right, just not in the correct order. But mm-hmm. I mean Jalen Green, um, at two, still, oh, he's 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 gonna do well. He's gonna he's gonna show how athletic he is with that team, and um, and then the Rockets being able to snag. I don't know if Josh Christopher will do anything, but because those two were like a like a one two duo in high school. They played mm-hmm. AAU together for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas lead or something crazy so like I'd always be scrolling through Instagram over time Christopher green green to Christopher both whatever Mm -hmm. um you know I don't know how well that'll translate into the NBA specifically for Christopher but two big time athletes that's for sure
0: yeah definitely and um that's the thing the Rockets they're going to be a weird young team they've got a lot of really really good athletes on the team right now um, and Christian Wood <laughs> he's <laughs> he's not real athletic but he can stretch the floor and, and that's a, that's I yep. think that's the kind of big they definitely need um, yeah. with all those young guys who can slash and shoot so that'll
1: be a good a good but that's a, just it how yeah how well does how well do athletes you know you said they're a bunch of athletes you know you need a bunch of good basketball players mm-hmm. to be so you know hopefully that transitions into some type of success but yeah. Um, I guess my focus was on not calling you off for saying athletes, but how how far can a bunch of athletes really take you in the NBA, you know?
0: Yeah, that's why I said they're going to be a weird young team, yep. like just super athletic. They probably won't win a whole lot of games, so they're going to probably have another top five pick next year. Yep. Um, and they still have John Wall on the roster, and he's making like $41 million, and that's that's weird. I wonder if they're ever going to move off him or if they're just going to eat the contract for another year.
1: I, I wish – I wanna see him play again because I don't know. Yeah. I don't wanna say he's watched even though I he he kinda is. Mm-hmm. I just miss watching the crazy freaky athletic John Wall. Yeah. But when he was doing that with the Wizards though, you know, how beneficial was it? It who knows? Right. Who right. knows? Um, okay, did you think one thing quick? Top five, did you think that uh, um, Raptors should have went with Suggs?
0: So that's exactly what I was just going to talk about. I have that written down right right next there. Um, oh, cute. I had Raptors take Scotty Barnes at four instead of Jalen Suggs, which everybody was talking about. And personally, I thought that Suggs is, I thought he was going to be the better pick for them
1: because yeah.
0: they already have OG on an in a defensive minded, um. Yeah, wing that can't really shoot that well and and if, especially if they're losing Kyle Lowry why would they not want to get another top of the top, like a quality point guard like Jalen Suggs yeah. is going to be a good point guard in the NBA he
1: will be he will be
0: and that just seemed like a no-brainer no for me you know
1: yeah and, I, and obviously the Raptors see something in Barnes mm-hmm. I know I because I know I said it in the group chat um to begin with Barnes might not look like a very good number four pick Mm-hmm. Um, but I think throughout his career, he's going to end up, you know, doing fine at that four spot, but yeah, I, I feel Suggs is the more fitting, correct pick for the Raptors, mm-hmm. but maybe there's something we don't know about where Lowry's going to somehow stick around. I don't know. You know? It's,
0: yeah. It's, it's NBA offseason. Anything can happen. Yeah. We've seen it before. It can get pretty crazy pretty quick. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, and, what,
1: that's what we said in the group chat. We thought that this was going to be the craziest draft and it was <laughs> yeah. kind of lame. Kind of. There's a bunch not, of but
0: trades, but there's just besides like the Russell Westbrook thing, which we'll touch on later yep. and the Ricky Rubio one too. Besides that, it was basically <laughs> just, just trading for picks and yeah. like, the, yeah. the prospects went to different teams and that's, yep. it, it wasn't that crazy besides that. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get into those trades later. Uh, I, the next point I have written down is that the Thunder took Josh Giddy at six, which was first of all, why I don't I, I didn't expect him to go what? that high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second of all, how does he fit on that Thunder roster with with Shea on there? Like I have,
1: like I I have surprised.
0: Oh, he froze. Shoot. Um, I don't know how far this is in the recording, but I'll have to. I'll just signal myself to edit this out.
1: You good? Come on. Oh, we're good. We're good. Okay. But yeah, like I mentioned, I have Giddy right there on my surprise picks. Um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I literally don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. You know, good player, but the number six overall pick. I yeah. just, yeah. And the Thunder, what they say, there's 20. No, they have 17 first-round picks from 20 from here until 2026, maybe. Yeah. They announced they announced it in the draft, and it's just like, you know, maybe they're willing to waste one, but at at number six, I don't know. Maybe we're gonna maybe we're gonna look like a bunch of idiots at the end of the year, and he's a top three candidate for Rookie of the Year. I don't know. Yeah. I can't wrap my mind around it right now.
0: Right. And these are just judgment calls that we're making right now, oh, doing absolutely. these recaps. And this is what everybody else is doing too. Just on paper, this doesn't really look like a good fit for the, yeah. the Thunder, good pick form. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Um next the very next pick the Warriors took Jonathan Kaminga and later on in the draft they got Moses Moody too which shout out to oh, shout out to Kendrick Perkins he had so much trouble saying it I laughed Moody
1: Moody
0: Moody Moody
1: Moody yeah that, that, was was, <laughs> that was so funny that was <laughs> rough that was rough but yeah no uh Kaminga I thought prior to joining the G League like they thought he would go at least top three top four and I mean I, th- I don't think the Warriors are going to complain about getting him at seven.
0: No, definitely you not. Know? At one point, Kaminga was – wasn't he the number one draft – or prospect in this class for yes. – Yeah, I think it was a couple of years ago. Yes. Like
1: yep. And I think he might have also reclassified – Yeah, he D, did. D, he did. Whatever the hell it is. Yep. Yeah. So the, so the kid's young. You mm-hmm. know, got to like – I think Peyton said boom upside, or maybe you said that. I think um, it was Peyton. I remember yeah. him talking about that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so – it's, it's going to be fun seeing this kid develop kind of like what I mentioned with Edwards Edwards right now is like a year younger than a lot of kids in that, you know, draft class, you know, he should be a fresh or he should have been in this draft had he not, you know, changed classes, but mm-hmm. yeah, so it, I think it's going to be one of those guys where if he looks rough that first year, if he does get a lot of playing time, no worries, more years of development, which, which will that kind of leads into one of my, surprise picks that we can talk about in a little bit depending on what you have ready
0: yeah sure um one thing about kaminga too um like he is probably a prospect that needs a little bit of work especially with his offensive game like yeah he's an athlete and can basically take it to the hoop when he wants but needs to work on the shooting a little bit but you look at where he landed with golden state that's the perfect organization to develop. it is
1: it is so yeah
0: yeah the Warriors came out of that draft yeah
1: I don't (laughs) I don't like it I don't like it like right they got clay coming back Wiseman's going to be healthy now you throw in some young bucks that are going to probably I'm guessing they'll get spot minutes to start off yeah and you know maybe it might be something where Mazus Mody (laughs) maybe
0: Moody might be
1: one of those guys that he he can get buckets and he's playing a lot you know
0: yeah so well, he's we'll, going to be we'll that the shooter off the bench for sure. Oh. They, right now, they didn't really have that, you know?
1: Yeah, he was one of my uh, uh sleepers prior to the draft. I meant, or I wrote in my little notes, he'll still probably go first round, but when they do a redraft down the road, he might be one of those guys where he goes way higher because mm-hmm. he's a bucket.
0: Yeah, he was one so. of my, on my list too. I, I yep. liked him in yep. college, good shooter, good scorer, and can definitely yeah. fit on any team.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next thing here, uh, Magic ended up with obviously Jalen Suggs. We touched on that a little bit. And then a couple yep. picks later, they got um, Franz w- uh, Wagner is how they say it. It's, it looks like Wagner, but Vulcan. I think they, yeah, yeah, I they, they pronounce it Wagner. So Wagner. that's a, that's a good pick for them though.
1: I like that. I do. I do. Yeah. I do like a uh, good shooter. Um, I have just never honestly been a fan of Michigan players. I don't know why. I just, yeah. I don't, like, I have nothing against them. It's not like they beat UNC at any point. It's not like mm-hmm. they destroyed the Gophers, because I still follow the Gophers. I just, I've never been a fan of Michigan. I don't know. Sure. But he, yeah. he'll do well. He'll do well. Def,
0: well, and it's kind of going against the grain with what you uh, Orlando usually does, is they draft big, big guys like um, Athletic really good yeah but now they actually got someone that they that they need in in a shooter and he's a big guy who can shoot which is yeah something that they don't usually do which is finally good good to say for the magic and then they end up with jalen suggs too like it could be very interesting team i am wondering yeah, how the, the three hold headed... on
1: slow down slow down what where, where are you going with i was this gonna game? say did...
0: like the three-headed point guard monster that they have here with <laughs> markel faults cole anthony and jalen suggs how's that gonna work you know <laughs> i
1: know that's what that's what that's what uh cole anthony was bred for so yeah take a take take a seat suggs cole <laughs> anthony has something to say about that yeah. i'm a big unc fan and i can't believe i'm bashing him
0: <laughs> yeah I, d- I don't know i don't Ever since he hit that game winner against the Timberwolves, I just haven't really liked him that much. And he came out and was like, I'm bred for this. Like, no, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, it's a Timberwolves. Come on. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Okay, you said it.
0: I, I have to. Until I they know. do something, I have to say it.
1: You're, you're a trooper for that. I'll give you that much.
0: Yeah, no. I, that's why I got the Timberwolves on the wall this week. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that we do something cool in free agency. Cool? Yeah, cool. Okay. I, I got to say, I hope we do something cool
1: sure like sure. we
0: don't need i don't think you know it's going to be pretty unrealistic and we can talk about more of this later in the draft yeah the we'll egg, do we'll okay do that. We'll, we'll circle back we'll circle <laughs> back keep it with the draft stuff uh the next thing i've written down the kings take davion mitchell at nine that is such a weird pick for the kings like why why do that
1: i don't know it's you know obviously he's a defensive specimen and cause he, re- his, his tournament really just boomed his stock. Yeah, I mean, definitely. you saw, he was all over the floor, you know, taking the ball up the court, whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, who knows? They're, that's just it. What we, what we think we know and what these, you know, the owners, the GMs, the, the scouts or whoever, you know, they obviously see something with that team, but I, right now with De'Aaron Fox, yeah, um, and maybe he's just going to be a guy where he's focusing on um, defense, you know, maybe figure out a way to get him uh, comfortable with the offense. I just, I like, I like to do it a lot. He's going to be good. I think a very good defender. Um, I think he'll be all uh, NBA defensive team in the future. But yeah, like you said, the Kings, that's yeah. kind of the, what the focus on all of this is. So, I think
0: they kind of made up for this pick in a way here recently, and this is on my list later to talk about as well. But they made that sure. that, that trade for Tristan Thompson and they got rid of DeLon Wright, so at yeah. least now Mitchell can kind of go right into that backup point guard role, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still a weird pick for him, doesn't really yep. fit with what they're trying to do. But that's the thing, nobody really knows what Sacramento is trying to do, no. such a weird team. I don't know. That's and why that, I, just I think thought they like were going to be good Two or today. three years ago, everybody was like, yeah, this Sacramento team's going right? to be the next they're big young, thing. They're young. They're yeah. going to, yeah. Yeah. And it's just been a disappointment there. And I still think that Luke Walton is the wrong head coach for him. They should have, they should have kept. Like Walton um, in general. Right.
1: And I uh, just sh- haven't.
0: Yeah. He hasn't proven much as a coach. Like even with the Warriors, like, yeah, it's the Warriors. What do yep. you expect? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They should have kept that, that coach. I can't, why am I blanking on his name? Um, I don't
1: know. I couldn't tell you. He
0: was the, he was the guy who pretty much like, he got the Kings to the point where like, Oh wow. The, the Kings are going to be, uh they're, they're going to be dangerous the next couple of years. And then they fired him. Sure. Um, sure. Shoot. I can't think of his name right now, but yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Anyways, enough Kings talk. Oh, are you pulling it up?
1: Yeah. So I have, well, I don't know if it's Walton, obviously no. not Walton. Um, is it the one right before? Yeah. Dave Yorger? Dave Jorger? Yeager. Jaeger, that's Yeager. what it is.
0: Yeah, I think he used to, to coach the Grizzlies, and then they fired him. Yep. Because that's – I think they hired Fizdale after that. But anyways, um, yeah. Dave Yeager was the one that got this the Sacramento Kings kind of playing to their strengths where they were super fast. I think they had the fastest pace in the NBA a couple of years ago. And then they fired him and brought in Luke Walton, and things, things haven't looked the same, so –
1: Fun yeah. fact, obviously, yeah. Wikipedia isn't the most um, reliable source, but he was born in Minnesota. And huh. he went to college at Concordia and Moorhead. Oh, wow. Interesting. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, enough about the Kings. <laughs> Next thing I've written down here, the Hornets get uh, book night at 11 and, and you, were, you were
1: high on boop night in our chat. Well, well why isn't
0: boop night taken? Yeah, that's they what know? I thought the Thunder were going to take because they need yeah. that, that score next to Shea to g- relieve some of the pressure off of him, you know? Yeah. And I was very surprised that he dropped to 11. Um, Steal? Yeah, so that's like, what I have written down here. Steal right next to that. Yeah, I and think 11? the Hornets are going to love that pick.
1: They will. They will. And like, ele- like the 11th pick, you know, well, it's still a first round pick, still top 15, but. I think to guy, that guy to drop to 11, it's going to, the whole, like you just said, the Hornets are going to like him. He's going mm-hmm. to fit in well. Um, it's weird. Cause I hadn't heard much about him. And then until the end of the season, the college season, that's when all of a sudden
0: whoop, there he goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you play with Jalen Suggs and, and everything with, with on UConn, like that's, the, whoa, Wait no, sorry, 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 sorry. That wow, I don't know. That was a whoa, that was a slip. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When you, I was gonna say when you had all the spotlight in the tournament on Jalen Suggs.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> for a guy like
0: that on UConn, that's Holy you know that's I'm sorry, that was a slip a right step there. step back, relax. <laughs> I'm looking
1: past it. I'm looking past it right now. We're good.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. When all the, the spotlight <laughs> was on Suggs throughout the entire tournament until they you know met Baylor. Like yeah. for a guy like that on UConn that didn't really get talked about, but he was a super good scorer. Like yeah. that's exactly what the Hornets need. They got Malik yep. Monk who has been okay. Yeah. He hasn't been great, but they, they had another good scoring shooting guard that they needed. So,
1: and I, I hope that's not one of those things. Cause yeah, Malik Monk was dangerous in mm-hmm. college. I hope that's not the same type of path and maybe, you know, Monk was freshman when he got drafted. So he's, you know, he's still probably not even at his peak. Hopefully it's not one of those things where Boop kind of starts slow. I want to see. I want to see him do really well, quick. Yeah, like really sure. early in his career. Mm-hmm. So a lot, yes. yeah, because a lot, of, a lot of UConn guys, um, you know, outside of Kemba, um, are you know, Lamb, uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. Lamb, you know, he he's a solid role player, but yeah. UConn they don't usually get that, you know, primetime player. Right. like you know going all the way back to whatever Ray Allen cuz like Emeka Okafor you know mm-hmm. i think oh yeah you know great college player yep you know didn't really pan out but you know it is what it is
0: i think he didn't he win rookie of the year i think he was really good as yeah. a rookie and then just kind of flamed out after that yep yep yeah so uh one more thing about the hornets they ended up making a trade uh and they got the 19th pick uh who is Kai Jones which that's a perfect you fit like for him. that team especially yeah. with LaMelo on the team. Like, woof, yeah. that's a perfect yeah. fit. Yep. Um. <clears throat> all right. Next thing on my list here, the Spurs end up taking Josh Primo. And we, t- we kind of surprise. talked about, yeah, we talked yep. about this a little bit. That's a weird Spurs, You like not a normal Spurs pick.
1: Yeah. Who knows? I've, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Cause like the, obviously, you know, the, sound like a 15 a year old, who doesn't know basketball like obviously these are good college basketball players right but you know a a spurs team that they need to kind of refine hold on rediscover yeah you know their identity um maybe primo will be the guy i'm not sure yeah maybe they see something in
0: him that that'll work in that you know us as the general public don't don't see um like yeah like you said he was a good college player but for a spurs team that that hasn't Really done much lately? Into kind of yep. they're gonna. They're I don't think they're gonna bring DeRozan back, and they're probably not gonna bring Rudy Gay back. No. And it's gonna be a, a brand new team, pretty much. Besides Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker, and and everything else they have. And from, I
1: think I think some of the yes or the the analysts that were doing the draft were kind mm-hmm. of surprised by the Primo pick as well. Yeah, definitely. So I it's think, not like yeah. it's just us. You know, these are guys that had that know these scouts. You know, mm-hmm. so who knows? Maybe. Maybe he needs this to go out and prove the world wrong. Who
0: knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. Um, last thing with the draft recap that I kind of want to bring up is that the Pacers took Isaiah Jackson. I think that was picked 22 or 23, yep. something 22. like that. Yep. 22. And that is the same kind of player that they already have on the roster. If you ask me in, in miles Turner. So yeah. maybe that just means that they might trade him and they would just want to go younger and cheaper, you know?
1: Yeah, so I have uh um I actually have him as a a sleeper pick. Um that that Kentucky team mm-hmm. really based off of the recruits they underachieved mm-hmm. a lot. So I think some of these guys are being overlooked cuz like you said he's kind of like Miles Turner. I don't know if he's going to end up being like Miles Turner. And again, the whole idea of sleeper doesn't mean he's gonna for sure be good, but yeah, I want to see how that kid develops because he's he's an athlete for his size. He's an athlete. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, and I don't know. It's just like I said, pretty much the same archetype of the same type of player that they already have on the roster. Yep. Uh, and yeah maybe that just means that they might end up trading Turner or they're open to trading Turner. If they get a good enough offer, since they have a guy like that. Yeah. And they still have Goga Batadze too, which he's a big guy that, you know, protects the rim, grabs boards and stuff too. So
1: Google gadget, get the fucking ball.
0: Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's all I have for, for picks. So sure. um, So I have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll just, uh, um, so I'll, I had sleeper picks that I came up with prior to the draft. Um, I mentioned, well, I didn't mention, I put in Dayron Sharp, you know, being a UNC fan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy for me to say that, but uh, I think the, the, the dude, he was a freshman. He played, I think, uh, 18 minutes a game, average nine and seven, uh, 18 minutes in a UNC system with a bunch of bigs because they mm-hmm. usually rotate into all the time. That's solid, and he's mm-hmm. six. He's six eleven, two seventy. I think he's dropped down to about two fifty five or so now. So a big body. Um, I can't remember. Did he go to the? Um, uh, yeah, Nets. So a bigger dude mm-hmm. rotating in. You know, I'm not sure what he'll do specifically, but one of my sleepers, um, Jeremiah Earl Robinson. Oh, from Villanova. Uh, yeah. I love what he does. He does everything right. Yes. He's more of a dude where I want to see him excel rather mm-hmm. than I'm not entirely sure if he'll be like a sleeper pick. I uh, wrote him down kind of like you mentioned Moody. And then a cam Thomas, mm, both yeah. buckets, both down the road. If they did a redraft for this class, of might go higher. Um, again, it, they might not, whatever it is, what it is. But then post uh, post draft, I have, I already mentioned the sleeper or the surprise picks. So we talked about Gideon Primo. Um, I actually have that. Is it is it Chris Duarte?
0: Yeah. Yeah, from Oregon. So yeah.
1: good player, but kind of like they mentioned, he's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you look at some of the guys past 13, um, I mean – I don't think it's a terribly bad pick. I think it's more of a surprise because I think I saw something on Instagram, Devin Booker's like 25 and he's been in the league for how many years in this kid's (laughs) 20, you know? So. Well, they showed the graphic
0: during the draft that he's like the third or fourth oldest player ever to be drafted.
1: Yeah. So to take a guy at 13, um, you know, like I said, he he might do fine, mm-hmm. but when you could draft a nineteen or twenty year old that mm-hmm. you know <laughs> might have just as much potential or a ceiling, whatever. So one sleeper. So I have three more that I'll just go over quick. A uh, Jericho Sims at fifty eight to the Knicks. I don't know if you've seen him play. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's from Texas. He's actually from Minnesota originally. Oh, um, but he's just a high flying dude. Um, I, you know, he might not even pan out at all. Mm-hmm. he's like a, a deep sleeper of mine um Sharif Cooper
0: oh yeah I've heard of 40,
1: yep. so yeah went to Auburn had some type of investigation crap came back late in the season did well I guess what gets to me is him being drafted by Atlanta um you know maybe he's gonna be the just the backup for now with mm-hmm. Trey because he's he's a point guard so i don't know we'll see how that goes i'd like to see i think he might do all right but i don't know if he'll get that opportunity in atlanta and then uh same thing that i talked about with the um the kentucky team bj boston oh yeah so he uh clippers at clippers at 51 he was originally a lottery pick prior to the college season Mm -hmm. so yeah i it'll be interesting to see if maybe he bounces back um, but then the one, I have a dark, a dark sleeper. And this was prior to the draft. I said, Isaiah Todd.
0: So oh, he got yeah. drafted.
1: says yeah. is yeah, traded. 31st pick traded to uh, Pacers. His highlight tapes when he was in high school, because he's 6'11", can handle the ball. Like I was thinking KD. Mm. So, and then originally committed to Michigan, went to the G League with um, Green and Kuminga. Maybe he got. Maybe he was in the shadow of those two, and him being picked in the second round is gonna really make people go, "Oh shoot, we should have really kind of focused on this kid." But he's kind of like my dark sleeper because I think that kid could be special. I could also be very wrong, and this would be a stupid take. So, <laughs> but no, I that kid watching his highlights, ufta, because I think he was the 14th overall uh, kid in his draft or in his uh, um, recruiting class. Okay. But, So that's just kind of my sleeper surprise picks. Um,
0: Yeah. Since I forgot to mention those last week. Yeah. It could have been mentioned, but you know, (laughs) Uh, all right. So moving on, we've got stuff to talk about that happened on draft night that, uh, you know, basically trades the biggest thing. We'll just get into the biggest one right away. Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Uh, The wizards get back Kyle Kuzma, Montrez, Harrell and W Contavious called Pope. Um, that is a obviously a huge move. Uh, and we, we've kind of talked about it in the, the last couple of days after it's happened. And I think that's just a general consensus uh, right now too is everybody's just wondering if this is actually going to work in LA.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I, and I'm a,
1: you would think three years ago, if you would have said Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James yeah. are all going to be on the same team, you'd probably go,
0: no oh way. my gosh, yeah.
1: right? So while, while we're, we're at that point now, um, and even me being a Westbrook fan, because I, you know, <laughs> we could have that discussion about him. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I kind of not so much dwelled on it because it's not like I lost sleep because of it. Um, <laughs> but I think at this point, it's, it, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of a roster the Lakers are going to have because mm-hmm. they essentially have like nobody left outside those big three. Um, but I think you'd have to be crazy if those three guys can't find a way to play basketball together. right? That's, that's just what goes through my mind immediately because, you know, maybe this will be perfect for Westbrook cause he might even be that third option. Now mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be the first option or the second option. You know, maybe that third option is going to be a perfect fit for Westbrook. Um, you know, it, it, I, I still think this is LeBron's team. Um, Davis like I know I think Peyton or Lee mentioned it um or maybe it was you shoot I can't remember he doesn't show up enough to be um
0: it can't be uh, Davis's team because he's injured a lot he doesn't he's not consistent like well he's consistent but not consistent enough to be his own team
1: yeah and I actually uh I actually found something I don't want to stall too much um Mm -hmm. oh here it is so it's a it's a TikTok, and it says Anthony Davis is soft he's always hurt in quotations games played the last five seasons Anthony Davis 304 Kyrie Irving 273 Steph Curry 267 Joel Embiid 260 Kawhi Leonard 252 Kevin Durant 243 so it's I don't know I just thought it was kind of funny but I, I I'll still say that Anthony Davis is still hurt a lot um but, yeah, I I, I think this is going to work well. I don't know if it's going to be championship caliber right away because, like, like we were saying, like, who the hell are they going to add to that roster to be a championship team? Yeah. You can look at those top three guys and say, yeah, they're going to for sure win, but then you look at, like, four and five. You know, what's – I don't know. My guess is something's going to happen with Schroeder. I could – I mean, I can – only imagine i don't know Mm -hmm. but it's i don't know i westbrook to go into la and this is where i will be wrong about the player that westbrook is if he goes into la and there's friction and if they can't figure out how to work together um then anything I've essentially said about Russell, I can finally go, yeah, I've been, I've been wrong. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I still, I still think he's a good basketball player. Oh, he's still shooting. Yeah. yeah. The shooting, the, the volume shooting, isn't the best, um, but the dude does everything. And it's always been that way. Um, But if he seriously goes into LA and if they can't figure out a way to be a championship contender, again, I don't, I wouldn't go out of my way to say they're going to win it all. Cause I still want to see what happens with their roster if they can't be a championship contender team and he really messes things up, then I'll go, okay, this, maybe he can't get it done. Mm -hmm. So, but like with a guy like LeBron being in his hover year 19th, I don't know. There's no way that he's going to allow that to happen either. You know, LeBron's going to be like, this is, this is your role. Whether Westbrook accepts that or not. I find it hard to believe he won't because he's playing with LeBron James now. Mm -hmm. for how much you know how much the dude has or has authority over you know people that are technically higher up like LeBron isn't going to let a guy like Westbrook come in and just not work you know so we'll see what happens
0: and I I see what happens I brought it up in our group chat too that the Lakers they needed another playmaker kind of player that they thought Dennis Schroeder was going to be that guy but yeah it didn't work out like he's Dennis Schroeder is not consistent at all. He, he, he was bad last year for the Lakers. He had good games, but he was overall bad, did not fit with the team. And I don't think they're going to bring him back. First of all, because Dennis Schroeder wants a lot of money and the Lakers can't afford to bring him back too. So, um, and now they have uh, Russell Westbrook. So two million a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so, anyways, like I, I meant, like I said, I brought it up in the group chat. The Lakers needed another playmaker to take the load off LeBron a little bit so that way he can kind of be, you know, less there's less workload that LeBron has to worry about now with Russell on the team because Russ can score, Russ can pass, and he will get rebounds too. So oh yeah. There's like you said, Russ can do it all. And for the for people who think that um it's just not going to work. I, I can't go there yet. I got, we got to see it happen because I, first of yeah. all, there's going to be vets that are going to take a pay cut that are going to want to come play to help them out. Like I, I've, I've seen, seen,
1: I've seen something about DeRozan honestly doing that. That would be and crazy. I, it's like a, it's like a more of a speculation type thing. Yeah. But if, if that's the case, you know, oof. Duh.
0: Yeah. That'd be, so, that'd be crazy. He does. He's not much 19. of a shooter, but no. like he can, he can still having a guy like DeRozan on that <laughs> roster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Lakers finish this offseason and, and kind of rework the team. And that's that's
1: one thing talking about the rebounding. So, like, I was also 100% wrong about the drum, Drummond signing. I thought they would have figured out a way to get him just to rebound the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't work well. Again, I, I was totally wrong about that. Um, but now you don't have to have – because Davis Davis, has he ever averaged double-digit rebounding? And his Anthony career, Davis? like yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. I, I I could only assume, but like with the Lakers, I never saw those booming rebounding stats. Um, oh yeah, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I'm just so used, to, like, the, so what I focused on, he had seven point nine rebounds a game with the Lakers. You know, like he should be grabbing ten to fifteen, honestly. Yeah, so that's I, what I, I focused on. That's what I focused on, but then you have a you have an athlete like Westbrook now going in. Mm -hmm. That's something where Davis doesn't have to work as entirely hard to get that rebound as what he would need to. So it's yeah, him. Westbrook's rebounding is going to definitely help with Davis specifically because we like, like he's proven Davis is not like the, a prototypical center position. Mm -hmm. He wants to be that four kind of like a three, but it's, It'll be nice. It'll be nice.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah, that's all I got to say about that trade. So moving on, uh, the Wizards also made another trade shortly after that. They got Aaron Holiday from the Pacers, and they gave up the 22nd pick, which was Isaiah Jackson. Um, I don't know how that's going to help Washington. Like, Aaron Holiday is a solid Backup point guard, but he can't be the starter, I don't think so. That I'm, I'm that's sure that's not, they, <laughs>
1: I hope that's not their intentions, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, they still have, I think they'll have some cap space to go ahead and make some moves. And, yep, um, but yeah, solid backup point guard. So it's, it's good that they're still trying to show they're trying to help Bradley Beal in a way, yeah. but uh, yeah, I guess we'll see how that plays out. That's what this whole free agency period is going to be, going to be about too. It's going to be, it's going to yeah. be insane. I think there's going to be a whoa, lot whoa. of, a lot of trades because. I think I mentioned it, I don't know if it was last episode or if it was in the group chat, a lot of teams this year can't afford much, so they're going to try to trade to either, one, be able to afford stuff or, two, just shake things up from what they had. And that's – yeah. yeah. It, and it, it's not like this free agency class is a huge um, class. It's not like, it's not it's not it's not like star-loaded.
1: Yeah. It's just yeah. like a bunch of guys that wrote or moving around teams might make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um. But that kind of goes back to when we were talking about the Isaiah Jackson uh, pick, Mm -hmm. you know, him and same guy with kind of Turner. It's going to be, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see what the intentions were. Because I, what we think we know on paper, it just looks a little off.
0: Yep. And we've seen it, like I mentioned before, we've seen it where the NBA can get crazy. It can be just trade, 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 trade. And the whole NBA looks different. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving down the list, Ricky Rubio got traded to Cleveland. Uh, kind of sad to see Ricky leave the team again. <laughs> That's twice he's got traded from the Timberwolves now. So <laughs> but it, I get it. They got back Torian Prince and Prince in a future second round pick. I think they have three second-round picks or yeah, next year's draft. So that'll be yeah. you know, trade bait as well. They can attach it to a guy and hopefully get something back. Um, they end up the Timberwolves end up saving like four and a half or five million dollars a year from that move, which is good for us. Oh, Cause we nice. were, we were right up to the tax line pretty much. So now we get a little bit of flexibility with that. Yep. And plus Torian Prince, you know, he had a really good shooting le- year last year. He can, he's proven in his career that he can shoot the ball and catch and shoot threes. Um, and he can play a little bit of power forward for us, which is what the Timberwolves desperately need. Um I, I hope it's, the Timberwolves aren't done. I hope they're not done. Like I said, I hope they go out and do something cool in the, cool. In the free say, agency. Yeah, make, yeah. Sure you,
1: make sure you say cool.
0: <laughs> like, Miles Turner would be I don't Turner know, if, I don't know if cool means good. <laughs> well, <laughs> definitely. If it's good, it's, it's cool, you know?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: But a guy like sure. Miles Turner that we were just talking about, he'd be perfect on the Timberwolves roster. Like, we need yeah. that defensive big that can protect the paint and take – take the load off of cat down low because cat is not a plus defender down there so if we can no. go ahead and find that guy that'll be huge for us yeah um <clears throat> moving on next here we've got mason plumley to charlotte they got the pistons got the 57th pick back i think that's a oh, decent mason move for charlotte <laughs> i think it's a no, decent he's, he's move solid. Like, yeah. yeah gonna be another you know spot minute center that can grab rebounds and play a little bit of defense doesn't do a whole lot offensively for him, but you know, when you got Lamelo on the team, he can throw lobs or whatever. It's just, it'll be a good pick for him. Yeah, or good trade, I should say.
1: And it's it's never it's never a terrible thing adding uh, defensive-minded guys. Or no. I don't know if I'd say defensive-minded, but you, yeah, you get what I'm saying.
0: Yep, yep, definitely. Next on my list, Landry Shamick got traded to Phoenix. That'll be a good pick for them. Good cheap that will, option. Um, yeah. Another good shooter uh the nets get back javon carter and the 29th overall pick which i don't remember who they 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 chose at that spot but um javon carter didn't really play much in phoenix recently the last year or two and landry shaman's instantly going to help them out with spacing the floor
1: yeah landry he's i yeah that that's what that that nets team they yeah there's just too many guys that you know i think oh jeepers Daron Sharp, 29th pick. Literally. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm annoyed with myself right now. <laughs> Just gotta knock the rust off.
0: It's all good. <laughs> so. Um, all right. Next trade I got written down here. Derek Favors went to Oklahoma City Thunder and the Thunder got yet back. got uh, yet, well uh, oh, geez, wow. The Thunder got back yet Words another first round pick. So now they're up to 18 or 19 in the next five, six years, something like that. Fun yeah yeah the jazz get off some money there i think they're intending to bring back mike conley which they were It was going to be tough for them to do so with all that money on the books so get rid it of fav- another
1: yeah favors that like you said saving money i like he was good for a little while but that you got to move on with that so yeah that was that was a good move that didn't good really move. fit in utah either no, with their system no. especially
0: next to rudy like that nah that didn't work <sighs> Uh, so that was it for draft night trades. That other, like I said, there was a bunch of other picks that were traded, but nothing, nothing big like that. So a yeah. couple, um, the next, the couple of days after the the, the draft. <laughs> wow, I am really struggling here. This this means we got to wrap this up here. Soon. Union break yeah. here. Union break here.
1: One, <laughs> two, three. All right, we're good.
0: All right. We're so, good. since uh-huh. I am, am no longer able to talk, we'll 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 wrap this up here. Uh, the last couple of days since the draft, Celtics end up trading. Moses Brown, who they got with the Al Horford trade, um, and they trade him to Dallas for Josh Richardson, which that'll be a, a good trade. Like Josh Richardson is going to fit well with the Celtics, I think. Going to be good next yep. to you know Marcus Smart, two defensive I like, I like wings. What, uh, yep.
1: yep, and I like where uh, um, I like how Moses Brown also came on pretty good uh, late in the year for the Thunder a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they lost you know, hover many games, but the dude, I mean, he's still pretty young because he was like, yeah, freshman drafted two years ago or so. So, I mean, like, it's not like he's 24, 25, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's like 21 or 22. Yeah. So they will it'll be a nice fit for them.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think but, I mentioned in the group chat um, too, uh, Moses Brown to Dallas, like that's a good player to put next to Luca, you know, just a lob threat, grab some boards, space, Yep. give him some space yep. to create oh, yeah. a little bit. Um,
1: the Celtics so this is where it'd be fun to hear Lee say something about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Celtics weren't done. They made one more right. trade and they also included, um, Atlanta and Sacramento. So it was a three-team trade. So Boston traded Tristan Thompson and they get Chris Dunn and Bruno Fernando from Atlanta plus a second round pick. So Atlanta gets DeLon Wright from the Kings and then the Kings end up getting Tristan Thompson throughout that whole thing. Um, we mentioned it earlier with Sacramento that Tristan Thompson move is a weird move for Sacramento. I guess, I guess it, it'll work. Kings. Yeah. Maybe they'll end up trading Tristan again, but I guess, yeah.
1: It's just weird. Cause um, you know, there always has to be that one team that just sucks or mm-hmm. the two or three teams that are just kind of below. And like we mentioned, I really thought, you know, the Kings were going to slowly kind of go up now. I feel like they're heading back and regressing, but who knows, maybe there's some type of crazy plot to revamp
0: them and they're going to be NBA champion. No, I'm just kidding. Don't go yeah. that far. <laughs> I think they'll be lucky to break 500. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so I like it's one on August 1st in the afternoon here. So we're about 18. Well, no, actually about 30 hours away from, the start of free agency because it starts tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and that's when stuff's gonna start to get crazy, I feel like. Um, because that's when teams can actually start negotiating with players, they can't do any deals until I think Wednesday. They yep. can't they can't sign. So at least we'll start to get to hear stuff from Woj and and Shams. So that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and absolutely. I think next week, either yeah, I think sometime next week we'll come back. Um, and, and probably recap what's what's happened so far, and then um, I actually think we're gonna do something fun here with the group, and we'll try to get uh, Peyton and Lee on this one for sure. Get us get a four a four yeah. a four person episode back. Hell yeah! And we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do our own fantasy draft. So, for those who don't know what that is, it's basically. We'll, we'll determine a draft order by a wheel. We'll spin the wheel, see who gets to go first, second, third, and fourth. And then we'll kind of snake draft it where the fourth person gets a set first, second round pick and go, you know, on and on. And what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll, we'll draft players from this current day that we want to our team. And we'll, you know, just try to see who makes the best team. And I'll end up running the simulations on, on, on 2K and see who yeah, picks the best team. So it'll be fun. It'll definitely be fun. Just Something a, different, That's what yeah, I like. a, a fun off-season thing to do. So, yep. Uh, if do you have anything else to talk about? Otherwise, we'll wrap it up.
1: Um. Well, one thing that you kind of mentioned, um, talking about undrafted rookies.
0: Oh yeah. That yeah, got yeah.
1: signed. So we'll we'll end with the one you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, just a few that I I want to point out. I guess Mac McClung, Lakers. Yeah. I don't think honestly he's it's going to pan out to be much, but I think he might make a top ten appearance at some point with a lob. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, probably. But uh, interesting to see that. Um, you know, I don't know how familiar you were you were with the Gonzaga team, but Joel Yaje or however you say it. Oh yeah, solid the point guard. Yeah. Yep, solid role player or solid player. He goes to um L A. also. Um, and then there was one more before I mentioned the guy that you kind of oh, um, four from LSU, Trenton Wofford. Not sure if you saw him. Oh yeah, yep. He went to the Blazers. Hmm. Um. I kind of, I mean, I kind of like that fit, but I mean, there, you know, there was a reason why he wasn't drafted. So, I mean, I'm not saying that just because he's on or he got signed doesn't mean he's not going to make it, mm-hmm. but um, average 16 right here. So 16 and seven at six, nine. Hmm. So, you know, it, he, 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 and he plays, I think he would fit well in an NBA system because he doesn't, he, he obviously put up numbers in college, but you know, I think he'll do I think he would do well in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But then lastly, the reason why I brought these up because of what you said that I didn't see McKinley right to the Timber pups. Yeah. I like that dude is an all-around great basketball player. Um, you know, whether he pans out, I'm just glad that it's in Minnesota. He's yeah, calm. definitely. And my guess my guess is to him that's going to push his ass to Make try making a name out of himself. Mm-hmm. So it'll it'll be fun to see where some of these guys and there's also obviously a bunch of other dudes that, um, you know I could mention, but those were the more of like the, the um spotlight players that you know the people probably know more compared to the others. Yeah, So definitely. like uh, I think Xavier Henry. Have you heard of him or Aaron Henry?
0: Yeah, from Kentucky. You man. know where
1: Aaron Henry went to college. Aaron. Aaron Henry. He went what, to was it a Ken-
0: State. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of someone else from Kentucky. Okay, never mind.
1: Aaron, like like that's just like that's just my point, you know? Not really spotlight guys, but yeah. I sure. hope I hope McKinley can make a name for himself.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, it'll be it'll be cool to see how this works. Game. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we'll wrap Absolutely. it up here. I think we'll wrap it up. So a good episode, a lot to talk about um, we're going to keep trying to make, um, well, I guess one thing we kind of talked about, we're going to try to make episodes a little bit shorter. Hopefully we get more people to stick through them. Um, and, and it, you guys can let us know too, if you like the longer episodes or if you'd rather us go shorter, make it a little easier to listen. Um, and then just, you know, any sort of feedback is, is good, good for us. So that we can continue to keep getting Absolutely. better and, and, uh, yeah, keep, keep pushing out good content. So, uh, with that being said, I think we'll wrap it up here and, um, uh, Until next week, see you later.